This episode of Man Cave Movie Night is brought to you by our five least favorite things about Lucas Coford. Ooh. Um, so, yeah, they uh, this awesome company uh, didn't uh, write us an ad, uh, which sometimes is a little bit frustrating because, you know, it, it kind of puts the pressure on us to need to come up with something. Um but, uh, you know, this one's easy because it's something that we're really familiar with. Um, it's something that I know, Jared, uh, you and I talk about all the time. Yeah, we, we never stop talking about yeah, our and top so, five things. It's yeah, hard to narrow it down. Right. So with Luke is not here, um, it's, it's kind of a, you know, fortunate timing um, for us to talk about this. So uh, I would say both of us just trade off i'm gonna say my number five and you say your number five and then we'll just go go you know back and forth like that okay yeah that works okay uh so uh my number five would be um length uh he's just a long guy he is long you know and not just vertically yeah he's a horizontally <laughs> very long person <laughs> um so that's that's one of the big ones for that, me. That is a big one. I, I that, that would have been higher up on my list. So I'll just sure. I'll jump sure, to four. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Number four, uh, I'm going to say, uh, is his obsession with uh, spiders and rats. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah I'm the spiders and rats. Not a fan of that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where he gets that from. <laughs> you see, that's actually on one of my top five favorite things about Lucas. Which is next week. <laughs> right. That's the next week's Yeah. <laughs> next week's ad. Yeah. Um okay. Should I do just a number three then? Should we just trade off that? Yeah, one? I that's what I think is easiest. Okay. For um, sake of time. I was going to say um the knobby knees. Now, this hmm. this is something that doesn't really come through on the podcast. Um but anybody that's hung out with Lucas will know within minutes nay seconds that he's just got the knobby knees and he's just got them on him and he's always flaunting them you know he wears shorts and i feel like it's disrespectful that yeah what's interesting is you're going very physical like his physical flaws well you know like my number four (laughs) and my number two were very different okay uh, yeah (laughs) you know it's just the way that it's falling right yeah so i'll do my i'll do my number Two, my number two. Yeah, your number two. Yes, and that is his needless interruptions. Uh, fans of the podcast know that Lucas and I are always talking over each other uh, when I'm trying to craft, uh, you know, a decent podcast. He's more interested in whatever is on his mind, and he needs to say it immediately. Yep, yep. It's a that's shame. True. And now for number one, um, which I I think that uh, both of us have the same number one, if yeah. I'm remembering correctly yeah. from our conversations, um, it is his uh, blackened and corrupted uh, heart. Um, he just has... It's cold this, and miserable. It's cold and miserable, <laughs> and every day it gets worse. Um, he says mean things, um, and it's not his fault, but it is due to his blackened and corrupted heart. Um, every Christmas will... season, it shrinks three times. Yep. Three size. sizes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, it, and of course, we could go on. There's we so could. much that we could talk about, <laughs> but um, for the sake of time for this episode, uh, we won't. <laughs> this um, is not, wait, this isn't our Lucas Coford discussion episode? 
could it be? <laughs> well, we can, we can do oh, that. that'd be so. He would, can you imagine if we uploaded an episode that's called Lucas Comfort Discussion? <laughs> you know what? Let's name. Let's have that be the name of the episode. Okay. No, that's not what we're. Okay, really we're not. About. This is. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. That sounds great. But that's gonna be the name of the episode. Good. Hello. Hello, welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night. Yee. Now that we've, you know, gotten that ad out of the way, I appreciate the sponsorship. Uh, they did want to be, they wanted to remain anonymous, uh, right. so not to arouse any any sort of ill feelings from, right. from Lucas. Sure. Uh, However, I will note that um, as part of the ad read that they sent us to read, it said they didn't write us an ad to read but i would like to clarify that they did in fact write us all of that was 100 percent um written and recited by us and it does not reflect our actual feelings about lucas Cofer. no we love the kid you know what else we love movies and True. tv and yeah. this has been a big month i mean it has we've obviously a lot of like well, this i guess we're in january but december oh. was a big month um, and so we, for November, we made an episode that was talking about what we'd been watching and that, and that kind of stuff. And so for those of you who clicked the episode, this is not a Lucas Coford discussion. This is, <laughs> uh, actually our recap for the month of December, uh, where Niall and I will talk to you about what we've been watching, what we liked, what we didn't like, what we recommend. Um, Yeah. Just a fun fact, I guess, before we get started, is since, I think, August of 2020, I have been tracking every movie that I watch on Letterboxd. It's an app. It's free to download. It's kind of like a Goodreads, but for movies. Um, You can follow your friends, see what they're watching, what they want to watch, and it's a great place to log all your movie stuff. This is not sponsored. This is just an app that I like. It would be cool if we got sponsored. Like, Letterboxd, to me, would be, like, the perfect thing to be linked to. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, people comment on the movies, and they'll review them. And sometimes it's very serious and, like, very uh, informative reviews. And sometimes it's, like, like John Cena goes hard. Yeah. And it's, like, a movie with Vin Diesel or something, you know? <laughs> um, One of my favorite letterboxd reviews i ever saw was for joker nice and it said it was like four stars and it said this happened to my buddy eric once (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty good (laughs) oh man um (laughs) so anyway with letterboxd i've been tracking and december 2021 was actually the the month i logged the most movies in since i started logging movies uh, yeah, I mean, one of them is The Dark by Lucas Coford. Um, yeah. That that could have been our episode. That's, the filmography what? of Lucas Coford. We can Coford. talk a little bit about it. We can talk about Hunt for the Reaster Bunny. Hunt for the Reaster Bunny. We could talk about the uh, Fruit by the Mile. Yeah, Three Little Pigs rap. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that, that's, a, that's a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I've got a lot I could talk about. <clears throat> cool. It, it's not a lot. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It, I expected 
to have more movies watched. Sure. Still, but... Well, that's fine. Once I got home for the holidays, I stopped watching movies. It's it's a little tougher when you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I think that this might still be kind of a... I don't know. The last couple of months, I gotta tell you, I have not been watching that much stuff. Which just like at seems all. weird that I would be on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like just at all. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's a bummer because I, well, recently, so the big thing that I've been trying to rewatch is Daredevil. Um, nice. I'm, I'm on the last episode of season one right now. And, oh man, I just forget about how good that show is. And, and one of the big things, um, well, I'll talk about more of this in a second, but I think watching this show again has reminded me how much I miss watching shows like right. by myself, just like, because it's mostly taken place over the course of like the last week. And it's been on days where I don't have any plans and I don't have anybody to hang out with. And so I just watch it. And that's exactly kind of the same circumstance. It was, I was in high school when I was coming out the first time or even earlier. I can't even remember. I think I it was don't high know. School. it was probably early high school. Yeah. yeah, and and it was, I remember it coming out and I just didn't have much going on. That was in the same time where I was like slamming It's Always Sunny and just like watching a bunch of this stuff in alone in my room. And uh, watching it again is kind of like re, like it's, it's brought all of that back up and made yeah. me like, okay, maybe I should start allocating some more time of my life to just watching stuff, you know? Yeah, do you, because I've kind of thought about this a lot, but the people I watch movies or tv shows with really affects my feelings about the movie i don't do you feel the same way or do you just kind of like does it matter who you're with when you watch stuff um i don't i don't know if the people that i'm with really affect it positively but there are certain people that i like basically one of my first things when i meet a new person is i think like Okay, so that's a, someone I will not watch any movies with <laughs> right. that I love. Because they're, like, we've talked about it, especially in the No Way Home episode, but I just hate it when people talk through movies. And especially when people talk through movies that are, like, Important kind of to you. sacred to me. Yeah. yeah, like, for example, Hunt for the Wilder People, or basically any of the Studio Ghibli movies. Like, if I'm going to sit down and watch one of those movies... There, I require <laughs> respectful silence. Yeah. yeah, and I remember even I don't know if I brought this up in the Studio Ghibli episode, but last year for my birthday, my roommates were like, for everyone else's birthday, they were like, you know, they would invite people and kind of have it be like a surprise thing for the person. But they knew me well enough <laughs> that my roommate Ben Bradshaw, shout out Ben, shout out Ben, um, he was just like, hey, so I know how you are with, like, groups of people. Um, <laughs> so for your birthday, like, do you want us to invite people? Or I was thinking more we would just let you be in charge of that. And I was like, thank you so much. Let me invite people. You know, Nice. And because of the way that that apartment worked, um, I invited a very small amount of people and still a bunch of people that I didn't want there showed up just not even knowing it was my birthday, just they would come over to that apartment, you know? Right. And uh, so my two Christmas, or my Christmas wishes, <laughs> my two birthday wishes were, one, to watch Spirited Away. Okay. And two, 
to watch Spirited Away in respectful silence. Okay. And so there were a lot of people talking to each other, and I stood up as we were about to start the movie, and I just said, okay, everyone, we're now going to be watching Spirited Away. Um, it is my birthday wish that we watch this in complete silence. So if you're planning on talking to each other, I will not be offended if you leave and go somewhere else to have your conversations. Whoa. I will be offended if you stay and talk through the movie. Right. <laughs> and some people left, and I was appreciative, you know? Yeah. And we watched the movie in pretty good silence. There were a couple of comments still here and there, sure. but that's to be expected. I I demand silence so that I can get a relatively cinematic experience, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but uh, that all is very roundabout for me to say... I meet certain people and I'm like, okay, um, if we're ever in a group and we're watching a movie together, it's like, I won't watch anything that matters to me more than like Airbud with this <laughs> <Sure>. person. Yeah. <laughs> because I just don't want them to ruin my perception of this movie, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but in terms of like people that I watch it with making a movie better, I don't necessarily think so. I got really comfortable with going to the movie theater alone. Um, a couple of years ago, and from there I've kind of realized, like, oh, this is a me experience, and the other people are just kind of, like, there having their own personal experience as well. Sure. I mean, obviously, sometimes the whole theater, like, has that energy. Right. There's a um, the unity of, like, Infinity War type stuff. Infinity War, or on the opposite end of, of the spectrum, a quiet place, you know, where everyone oh, in the theater is just goodness. dead silent, you know? Which, by the way, how awesome of a theater were we in for that movie, huh? Yeah. It could have been so much worse, like, with people being loud and stuff, but we were, like, it was, everybody was just quiet, you know? Yeah. Did for, we watch uh, the second part one? Two. Part like, two. That's what I meant. I was like, I, I know I didn't see the first one. That's you, but that's right. My, we saw, that's where my we saw the second one. Went, but <laughs> yeah. I was impressed by, Super the, awesome. by the theater, you know? Which... Because that's a movie where a bad audience can really ruin it for yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, and if the movie wasn't as good as it was, people wouldn't respect it like they That's did. That's also so, true. So I only say that because I've watched a lot of movies this this month, uh, either with like one person or just alone. Mm -hmm. And since I think Eternals, like in November, every movie I've watched has been, <clears throat> I've rated on Letterboxd as like a four star or higher. And so wow. I think... I think, A, that's just, you know, sample bias. I'm only choosing the movies that I want to watch that I think will be good or that sure. have been recommended. Um, but then at the same time, just being able to watch it in, like, a place where I can be only engaged with the movie has helped a lot. Right. <clears throat> so, um, do you, I mean, I can start if you want. Uh, yeah, go I'll, for it. I'll just and then kind I'll of talk a little bit about Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's good because I I haven't watched any TV really mm. uh, in the last well, couple months. I will say I also did watch a movie today, even, and I can talk a little bit about that guy. Okay, I'd love to hear it. But we'll go through your stuff first because I've been yammering already. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll I'll also say for Christmas. I don't know if I brought this up. Um, but for Christmas, I was gifted a poster that's like the top 100 movie watch list right. uh, from IMDb, right? So it's the highest rated crowd favorites. Um, and so when I got the gift, I scratched off. It's like one of those scratch off posters uh, sure. where basically 
it's like a checklist. It's a, it's a scratch and sniff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to smell some of them, I'll be honest with you. The Wally one smells horrible. I can't can imagine. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of like a little scratch scratch off. And so I just the Tarantino ones just smell like feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and not all of them smell that good, but Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, all um anyway so i've just been watching a lot of the top 100 films uh according to imdb um cool. and so like a couple of them were specifically from that list that i haven't seen yet uh terminator 2 judgment day um cool. gladiator That's an awesome movie yeah it was it was super gladiator. awesome and I'll, I'll be honest i didn't like the first terminator that much it was kind of right. underwhelming but the second one is really, you could tell you're watching something iconic. You yep. get all the references. When people talk about Terminator, they're just talking yeah. about Terminator 2. Well, and it makes that moment in Wayne's world so much funnier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have seen you seen this, this boy? boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> um, so I highly recommend it. Even if you'd like, if you're like me and saw the first one, didn't love it, go see the second mm-hmm. one. Check sure. it out. It's pretty good. Um, and then, like I said, Gladiator. I'd also not seen that one. So and good. It was amazing. That was one of the few that got a five star from me. Yeah, that movie is really, really good. Um, the other two from the list I'll kind of go through quickly. The first one is Dr. Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. I want to watch that one. I've heard just so many good things about it. Yeah, it was. it was definitely... My favorite of Stanley Kubrick's. Right. Which, I mean, if <laughs> people know I hate 2001 A Space Odyssey. He doesn't have too strong of competition for you. Um, and then I thought, I thought while I liked uh, The Shining, I, it did drag on a bit. So, yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get blasted for that. So. Yeah, that's, this, a, that's a risky one to say. This one I loved. Some I thought it was. I think singing. So sorry oh. if you can hear that. <laughs> I well I can't so hopefully, cool. hopefully that's safe. We'll something. see. We'll just, we'll just see. Um, the other one I watched is The Great Dictator, and that is oh nice uh, a Charlie Chaplin film. And Charles Chaplin's. Well, yeah, it's kind of it's like a 1940s movie. Like it came out in 1940, and so it did kind of feel like I was watching something for homework. Yeah. At the same time, the fact that he was making a movie that was satirical of Nazi Germany in the year 1940 is kind of, it's got to be like the biggest mic drop of the century. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's super. I've been wanting to see that. It's really good. It's really good. Um, I think a lot of these I've talked about already. Like, um, I watched Hawkeye, I watched Spider Man No Way Home. I watched nice. My Neighbor Totoro. All of these nice. ones we've talked mm. about on the on the on the podcast. Uh, I also saw West Side Story, and I know I've talked about that one as well. But Ooh, I, I've been wanting to see it. Still haven't seen it. Yet. It's really good, and I mean, I appreciated being able to see it in theaters. I don't sure. know if it's like you have to, but it gotcha. it was it was really cool. Um, the last one I'll say, and I think you'll be happy about this one because. About a year ago, we did a Christmas episode, 
and we talked about our favorite Christmas movies, and you said oh, a movie. Oh, I already know what it is. Yeah. Uh, you talked about a movie called Klaus. Yes. Um, it's an oh. animated movie. Um, so seriously, good. I just loved every moment of it. I. It's so good. It's got to be in my top, I don't know, like maybe 50 movies of all time. Definitely my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, that and, movie, man, that just makes me cry every time. There's one <laughs> moment of it that is so just pure and sweet that I just like, oh, oh my goodness, I love it. Yeah, so thank you so much. I would not have watched that if you weren't, if you didn't talk so highly of it a year yeah. ago. So good. So if you guys have not checked it out, I know the Christmas season is kind of wrapping up, but. It doesn't matter. Still, check it out. It is. It's kind of twisted in ways. The animation is gorgeous. The yeah. voice acting is some of the be- best voice acting of any animated movie. That's um, great. Just, yeah, genuinely loved it. And that's kind of my list, other than, like, cool. that, I mean, I saw The Grinch. Nice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Little Women. That was good. But I think oh, yeah, that movie's great. Brought that up. Um, um, actually, I'll, I'll give one more shout-out to sure. a movie called Sing Street. Oh, I love that movie. It, it's amazing. Uh, I I watched it again at the beginning of the month, and for the whole month, all of the songs were stuck in my head. So, yeah, dude, that's another movie that makes me emotional. Same, like, real emotional. <laughs> yeah, at the very end, when it kind of comes full circle, yep. I I I. Again, I don't cry a lot during movies. I yeah. mean, sometimes very randomly I'll cry, but sure. Um, that one, that one makes me feel stuff. <laughs> Oof, i love it good uh, good list you watched a lot of stuff that's what i'm saying i mean and i didn't even list all of them just Sheesh. the ones i thought were new either new or um like big honorable mentions yeah well um listener if you take anything with <laughs> lucas you, um, yeah lucas if, if you take anything with you from this episode it's that you should watch sing street yeah, I think, because and, that movie is just great, and Klaus. And Klaus, yeah, yeah. Those go, two movies are wonderful. Go watch them. Um, okay, so I've been watching Daredevil. Yes, uh, I'm on the last episode. Amazing. And rewatching Daredevil has kind of been a bad thing, Uh-oh. in that it makes me like all of the Disney Plus series so much less. <laughs> welcome, <because> welcome aboard, <laughs> my friend. I watch well, and I still love. All of them, really, except Falcon and Winter Soldier, I don't really like. Yes, but um, I I don't know. I just watch this show, and just with the cinematography alone, it's like they're trying to do something creative and interesting with the way that it's filmed. Mm-hmm. And you just don't really feel that in the Disney Plus ones. No. Like, in terms of cinematography, which is a huge deal for me. I love it when something is filmed in a way that's interesting. And there are just so many shots in Daredevil of like really nothing happening where you're just thinking they really didn't have to go this hard (laughs) on filming this in a cool way. And they decided to, you know? And so I've been having a lot of fun watching that. Um, It just makes me remember like everything about that script for that show, especially in the first season is just like, Wilson Fisk is maybe the most interesting villain, like, ever. Yeah. He's so cool. And, and he's honestly, perfect for the setting, like, you know? Yeah, perfect for like the setting. Like, there's and not a, a hero that would be as good. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe Taskmaster. I've kind of... I've been thinking about that. That would have been really been cool. so cool to be but in the Daredevil series. The fact that Ugh. Wilson Fisk is, you know, kind of running the whole thing. You know, yeah. he really is the Kingpins. Yeah. It's great. And I love... What I love about him as a villain is that he's like... He's actually a sympathetic villain to the point that you're like, if this show was about him, I would definitely be rooting for him. Right. Like, on his side, like, what he's doing really actually kind of makes sense. And and you see also the other, like, bad people that are, like, working under him, and you're like, well, obviously Wilson Fisk is a better guy than these people. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, I don't know, he's just so fascinating to me. I... I just want more Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk everywhere well, because it's he's so good at it. Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no we'll way. See. No way. Um, no way he's gone. But um, now another thing is I've been watching. So today, the movie that I watched. And then I'll tell yeah. you the thing that over the last two days I've been watching like nonstop. We'll Bat- talk a little bit. Is it more Badlands Chugs? I don't chugs? think that we've. <laughs> it's not more Badlands Chugs, but it is a YouTube thing. Oh, okay, cool. And it's a YouTube thing that I don't think that we've talked about on here yet. Okay. Um, but the movie that I watched today was The Giver, and it was all right. The the new one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it was good. It's fine. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much <laughs> all I have to say about that. You know, that's <laughs> that's exactly how I felt. Did you re- ever read the book? I read the book like four times for school in yeah. different classes. And so I and know a, a lot about the book. It's, it's a good, good adaptation. Yeah. And like the movie is a good adaptation of it. But I was just like, there are some like dialogue things where I was just like, this is just, are you kidding me? You know, but none Fair. of it that was like bad where I was like, this movie sucks. It was more just like, you could have nah. done this in a better way and you didn't on purpose, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you'll see some movies that, are adapted from books that are like really stick it right sometimes you even will see them switch around some of the structure or some take out some elements we've talked about dune and taking out some of the assassination stuff yeah uh or structure shift Mm -hmm. like they really go nuts with that one yeah uh west side story they actually switch around the order of some songs really yeah they it's that one's another one i was going to say with the cinematography mm-hmm. like you'll you'll obsess over it like good it's it's not just a cash grab you know cool. like here's another musical yeah, it really I'm feels looking, like steven spielberg wanted it to be like a great movie and so cool. you watch it and you're like man this is a this is a spielberg movie this is like cool. this is like jurassic park or whatever i Here's my fun fact about that movie. Yeah. When I went to see the Sparks documentary, which I went to in Salt Lake City by myself. Nice. <laughs> um, there was one other guy in the theater. And he is like, you know, leather vest, big beard, um, just like super intense looking dude. And he mm-hmm. sat like a couple rows in front of me. And when that trailer came on, he like it started and when there was singing he audibly went oh <laughs> and then when it said west side story 
he said, you gotta be kidding me! Except with much more vulgarity. Oh, I think no. he found a way to put like three F words into that one sentence. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, all right, cool. Like He was not happy. Pissed about West Side Story being made. Like, well. I don't know why. But um, after the movie, I ended up talking to him. He was just like, yo, how'd you get into the Sparks? You know, and we You're talked like, to man, each other for I a while with, out of the theater. I started, <laughs> I started with music. West Side Story. Uh, West Side Story was like the first no. <laughs> No, but, like, he was a super cool dude. Like, we just kind of talked about music for a little while. and mm-hmm. But I was just like, geez, this is a guy who just genuinely hates <laughs> West Side Story, I guess. <laughs> and so, I don't know, just funny little thing that I just remembered now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Giver was like, okay. It was just like, it, I, I saw it. I'm glad I saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did much better than they could have. You know, yeah, it's of book adaptations like done well, you know, right. Um, that that was my point, I think. Yeah, was just you know, if you, I, I'm 100% behind switching things from the book if it makes yeah. the movie better. You know, right. obviously, don't change the main character's name or the pronunciation yeah. of the main character's Ong. name to Ong, don't you know, even. You know what I mean? Just be true right. to the source material. But it, yeah, if you have yeah. to cut stuff, people will understand as long as yeah. it's still a great movie. Right. So. Um, but now the last thing that I'll talk about, and then we can break for lunch. Oh, good. Um, I'm starving. I know, me too. Um, it's 7-11 p.m. Um, <laughs> we are... Um, I've been watching a lot of college humor stuff on nice. YouTube. Um, Not... two of their series specifically, the game changer, mm-hmm. which you can only get a few of. And then there are a bunch of shorts on YouTube, which I'll talk more in depth about what these are. And then the don't break news or the don't laugh news. Mm-hmm. Um, both of these concepts I just think are so funny. And luckily, basically every person involved with college humor, I just think is hilarious. They're all so funny. It's like, you kind of feel like what I hope people feel like when they listen to this podcast, which is basically, I'm just watching my friends doing funny stuff, you know? And it's like, it's cool. So, Game Changer, first of all. Um, this is a college humor game show that they do where every game, the rules are different, and the contestants are not informed what the rules are. They will just ask a question... And then the contestants have to answer and guess until they figure out what the actual goal of the game is. For example, um, the there's an episode where the first question, if I'm remembering correctly, he just says, okay, your word is cow. And it just says cow on the screen. And he's like, cow. And then he doesn't get the point. And the next guy goes, <laughs> moo. And he's like, yes, correct. And so the whole thing turns out to be sound impressions, right? They have to, like, make the sound of the thing on the screen. And it gets much more insane and convoluted than just animal sounds. They get these really specific things, like, your word is your parents arguing in the other room about having let you seen an R-rated movie. (laughs) This is not a discussion. This (laughs) This is not a discussion. discussion. 
Yeah, Melissa's Louisville. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. It's really, really funny. And they've got a couple of them on there, but then the, the sound impression ones are the best because it's got these three guys who are just so, so good at using their voices to do crazy things. And there are a bunch of shorts on... There's an entire YouTube channel dedicated to it called Game Changer Shorts where they just take things from... They have a bunch of episodes on a program called Dropout TV, which is like a subscription-based thing, um, which honestly recently I've been considering getting the subscription just because I love these guys so much. Honestly, if you... Next time you come down or we're hanging out, we could just get it for an evening or a couple okay. days and, and then, then we just cancel slam it. a bunch of it yeah. and then, dude, watch it not it. even joking i'm totally down for that yeah let's do it um but uh yeah so when watching that and then the no laugh news much more straightforward but very very funny it's just they get four people and they sit them down dressed up as news anchors in front of green screens and they put up all of the news looking stuff and then they are just sent things that other people like other college humor people write on a teleprompter and they haven't seen it before and whoever laughs and breaks the most loses and they just say the most insane ridiculous things but it's like clever yeah. it's not just like pee pee poo poo haha i'm dumb it's like they do these so many times there are lines in there that are just the funniest yeah. things my and favorite like, my favorite that i've heard is you say tornado, I say tornado. Either way, 74 casualties. <laughs> yeah. It's so, so good. And, like, there are specific people that... That was the one where, really, when I started watching it, I was like, I don't want to watch any of the ones that don't have Brendan Lee Mulligan. Yeah. Because he's, like, our favorite one. I With uh, Jared and I both, he's, like, kind of a and d guy. He's very funny and intelligent. We could have an episode where we just talk about the reasons we love Brandley Mulligan. That's true. But um <laughs> we do after a while this ad is the reasons we hate Lucas and the next <laughs> ad is reasons we love Brandon Lee Mulligan. Yeah, top five favorite <laughs> things about Brandon Lee Mulligan. Some guy but, we've never met. <laughs> <laughs> but uh um I watched one that didn't have him in it and I was kinda like, well this is gonna suck. And then it was really funny. And I started really kind of like liking the other people that they have on college humor. And this is what really got me thinking like, maybe I should get dropout because I've seen all of these people now. And I think they're all funny Hmm. and it's kind of like, okay, cool. One of my favorite ones that I saw recently is a guy on there. His name's Kellen. Um, and he's the teleprompter is tasking him with doing impressions of a bunch of people that he saw at the Oscars. And he's like, first of all, Robert De Niro, he was all like, hey, I'm walking here. And they're like, that's not, that's Dustin Hoffman, first of all. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And then uh, okay. next up, Julia Roberts was there and she was like, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> and he just, that turned out to be his impression for all of the people. There were like five different people and he tried other stuff briefly, but then just broke back to, broke back mountain to, um, hey, I'm walking here. Amazing. And I don't know, the whole thing, It's it sounds a lot less funny when we're explaining it. Just go look up college humor, yeah, don't laugh news, they're funny. <laughs> um, I've really just kind of been like slamming those over the last couple of days. I think they're so good. Yeah. And there's a lot more of those on YouTube as well. Yeah, and they've um, got other shows or other game, like little 
game shows, little yeah bits, and which stuff. I still haven't even started. To... Oh well, which um is... actually, um actually, um actually is a really really funny one. Yeah. Well, you t- you you've probably seen more of that. I mean, I've I've I only have. watched a couple where the prompts are stuff that I might know, but right. basically D&D and Pokemon are the ones I've watched. Yeah, D and D, Pokemon. <laughs> if it's like Game of Thrones, uh, mm. Lord of the Rings, that kind of stuff. Right. But um, basically, um actually the host will give a statement that is based out of, like, Game of Thrones or something like that. Uh, and then the contestants have to interrupt by saying, um, actually, uh, and then correcting the response. So basically, it's like saying, um, like, a D&D question would be, um, most barbarians like to use the great axe, because it gives you 2d6 damage plus your strength modifier. And someone could say, um, actually, it's 1d12 damage plus your strength mm. modifier. Interesting. So. I would not have gotten that. I knew it was something <laughs> with the dice being wrong, but I wouldn't have been able to correct it to the right kind of die. Yeah, so as you can tell, that one's definitely catered towards nerds. <laughs> right. No, <laughs> Or super fans of like a certain topic. They even say that in the thing. It's like, this is the game show to be like the, the most annoying and obnoxious nerd about a thing. Yeah. And they're in the D&D episode, Matt Mercer, the guy who DMs for Critical Role, which we've talked about on here a couple times, D&D mm-hmm. podcast, he's on there and it, they do this question called Rules Lawyer where they give them like eight panels of a comic with like pictures and then descriptions of what's going on, like how they're playing the game. And they have to identify how many mistakes there are. And he identifies 20. And it's like immediately (laughs) when the host is like, all right, how many have you found? He's 20. And he walks (laughs) you through all of them. He found some that they didn't even account for in, in their making it, but were accurate. Like this is not true. And it's just, it's really fun to basically see people be the very best at the thing that they're good at. And you get to see that a lot in them, actually. And I yeah. think that show is so clever. Yeah. But yeah. So college humor stuff, which I, I remember watching college humor when I was in like elementary school, like the little <laughs> sketches that they uh-huh. had. And so I'm shocked that they, I was shocked to find out they were still doing stuff. Right. And then the fact that it's good. The quality. Like it's, well, it's the difference of like the, there's like a bit that's like the, eight girls you'll date in college which yeah. watching that i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna date girls in college Woo-hoo! yeah exactly Me being like in sixth grade super yeah. excited about that uh <laughs> not true <laughs> uh but yeah um versus now it's like really catered towards specific audiences and it's really good yeah, yeah. Uh, um I'll, I'll add another youtube channel yes i think it's about badlands time chugs well badlands chugs i know we've talked about him but he's a just a very very talented chugger who will chug destroying his body one bottle at a time yep (laughs) uh so go check him out he's fun um don't look don't watch the salsa one it's not worth it Um, he chugs two liters of habanero salsa well, he tries. Oh, well, yeah. He well, he gets most like he gets too much down, <laughs> but it's 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 a challenge to uh, watch and for him, of yeah, course. Yeah, no, it's horrific. Um, the the channel I actually wanted to say was it's called Legal Eagle. 
Okay. And so this is like, I know you, you've probably seen a lot of videos like it, but it's lawyer reacts to... Oh, gotcha. I kind of avoid those because I don't want them to ruin things that I like. No, he's... So, I, I, I agree. Uh, this guy has a really good sense of humor. Um, and he talks about, like, it's always sunny episodes. Like, the cool. uh, um, the realism of... of <laughs> The serial defense in Bird Law. Oh, and, okay. The serial defense. Uh, nice. The hero versus hate crime. That kind of stuff. Okay. Interesting. Uh, or he'll do movies like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, you and know. He'll just talk about like the legal he's implications. Like, yeah, of he's like, that this is about how he would go to prison probably for eighty to one hundred years <laughs> for these like breaking these laws, and then also he would owe a fine of like eighty million dollars, roughly. And it's just like, that's, I don't know, it's interesting. I love it. So I'll he, have to check it out. He's Legal got a, Eagle, you said? Legal Eagle. He's got a bunch of stuff. It's really fun. Uh, obviously, again, he caters towards the our our interests, you know, movies sure. and TV and, and that sort of thing. So uh, go check him out. I've been watching him. Dig it. I'm going to have to do that. But yeah. Well, um, oh, and I guess this counts for this episode. This will be my last thing that I say. Um... I haven't been watching this, but I have been playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Metroid Dread I got oh, on the boy. Switch. And that game is so hard. So <laughs> frustrating. I seriously, like, and it's just stressful. It's basically, I don't know if you've ever played, like, Alien Isolation or basically any of those oh, horror yeah, games. I have, actually. But it, like, I'm playing this game and it's a 2D side-scroller that just has me in, like, a full-body clench the whole time. I'm Like, I just... It's so stressful, and it makes me, like, involuntarily just, like, like, anytime things are happening, it's just, it really is very, very stressful, and it's, there's, there's this character in it that is, like, your basically computer ally that kind of just, like, feeds you information, and every time you talk to it, it'll end, like, its last text box will basically just be, like, um, there is no hope in fighting only an escape <laughs> or um like uh remember your helplessness Ugh. and just things where it's just like okay so this game is just impossible and the game is telling you like don't try to do too well because you're not going to <laughs> That's and i just think that it's like it's so funny and and very very intense and i'm i'm having a great time with it so for those video game nerd idiot losers out there, go and get Metroid <laughs> Dread because it's pretty sick. And you won't have fun. And you won't have any fun because you're not allowed because we have not allowed it uh, yet. But, you know, talk to us next week. Get those grades up and uh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, sorry that this episode was not really a thing, but we yeah. didn't want to do anything without Lucas. A little um, Lucasless. But it's just a little Lucasless, and we don't like it when our podcast is Lucasless because we, we have a lot of things that we really love about Lucas that we'll keep to ourselves because they're personal and private. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wouldn't want us to, you know, I think I know Lucas well enough to know that he wouldn't want us just flaunting all of that. No, he would not. Um, but while he's having fun in Italy, we will have another episode next week without Lucas, unfortunately. Yes. And so, this will probably have a topic and maybe even uh, a guest. A guest? What? Question mark? Is that allowed? uh, You know, we make the rules. We can try. Right? We can try to make the rules. I think uh, 
Well, we'll we'll double check with Kel. Shout out to Kel. Well, yeah, we'll talk to Kel. We'll see. She's our. Um, she just tells us if it's a good idea or not. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll call her right now. Okay. Um. Well, this is us. I should guess. I call her on the podcast? No. no maybe next week. No, maybe. maybe next week. Yeah. We'll she, is she our guest? Okay. Oh my she, gosh. She would hate that. <laughs> Except I wouldn't tell her in advance. I would just call her and say, "Hey, mom, hey. you're on the podcast." what do you want to say about narcos set set aside the next uh 45 minutes to an hour 15 minutes yes all right all right well this is us signing off for one last time hasta la vista baby (laughs) 